0: Welcome back to episode 11 of the VRP podcast. Um, Today, you're going to have a very special guest again. It's Aaron. (laughs) No, we're kidding. Um, So next week, we should be hopefully having on our special guest that we can release to you. But for today, you'll be having me and Aaron talking about current events. And I guess we're going to start with a very important uh, topic, which really affects a lot of us. Since, you know, during the lockdown, there's been a lot of protests and a lot of uh, social activism um I, I don't know Erin whether you want to go through the bill that's just passed but uh essentially a new crime bill is about to be uh, moved and it's a big piece of legislation which includes yep. some major government proposals on crime and justice and uh essentially look to change what the privileges of protesting are and we'll go through how that can affect us so so this
1: our source for this is straight from the BBC So uh, I'll read through what they've written with regards to the the bill, which is called the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill and how this is going to affect us going forward. So the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill is a mammoth piece of legislation that includes major government proposals on crime and justice in England and Wales. It is being debated by MPs this week and one part of it covers changes to protests. So, you know, when we're recording this, um, it's gone through. I think the first wave of uh, debates and stuff, and it looks like it is gonna, it's, it's gonna pass. Basically, it, it pretty much has passed at this point, unless they do some minor amendments. Th- this is gonna, this is gonna come into legislation. So, what powers do police have now? So, th- th- this is now without the police, without this new bill. If the police want to place restrictions on a protest, they generally have to show it may result in serious public disorder. Serious damage to property or serious disruption to the life of the community. They can also impose specific measures on the routes of marches. When it comes to major events, such details are typically freshed out with the organizers week in, weeks in advance. But how will the bill change those powers? Police chief, police chiefs will be able to put more conditions on static protests. They will be able to Impose a start and finish time, set noise limits, apply these rules to a demonstration by just one person. So taken to an extreme, let's say there's an individual holding a protest placard while blasting out their views on a speaker. If they refuse to follow police directions over how they should conduct their protest, they could be fined up to £2,500. It will also become a crime to fail to follow restrictions the protesters ought to have known about even if they have not received a direct order from an officer. At present, police need to prove protesters knew they had to to move on before they can be said to have broken the law. Mm -hmm. The proposed law includes an offense of intentionally or recklessly causing public nuisance. This is designed to stop people occupying public spaces, hanging off bridges, gluing themselves to windows, or employing other protest tactics to make themselves both seen and heard. One final measure clarifies that damages to memorials could lead up to ten years in prison. This follows the toppling of a statue of slave, tra- slave trader Edward Colston in Bristol. Hmm. So th- this is basically, you know, how, how how it goes how it goes with regards to the protests. But there's obviously loads of different aspects to this bill. But specifically, protests. This is what people have been looking at. Um, so the right to protest and express yourself is enshrined in the Human Rights Act. Police commanders yeah. have to show they have taken this into account. But that right is not absolute. Protests can be limited by police if they believe they have a good reason to impose restrictions on an event to ensure public safety or to prevent crime. The Home Office insists its proposals will respect human rights. It, it just seems like one of those things where, I mean, if you have to say it, you're probably, gonna, you're probably doing something that's a bit bit fugazi. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it a bit more in advance. But the problem is the history of public protest is littered with long and complex legal battles over whether the police have used their powers properly. One of the most important cases about the police's power to contain a crowd for an indefinite period took 11 years of courtroom arguments to reach the conclusion that the tactic was lawful. Okay, so Steve, what's your first thoughts?
0: man we're getting closer and closer to the police state baby <laughs> it's I mean, happening it's, it's killing me
1: you know when they always say like oh well we're not like you know and then they point out another country yeah. we, we're, we're basically like every other country in fact we're becoming more authoritarian and more like police state-ish
0: yeah like more pretty much more... anyone
1: i can't think of anyone else who who is
0: i mean like then what's really the point of the protest sort of but basically they want to remove the the fangs from what protests are used for
1: but We're the not- way we've said this on this podcast before, the way that we do protests here is ridiculous, anyway. You have to go and ask in advance, yeah. have like you know, all the approvals. They tell you, you know, what day you can do it and which route you can take, anyway. Like the lords, as they are right now, you the know, cheek, a protest yeah. is supposed to disrupt things, stop things. If you're telling them in advance and they're giving you permission to do it, in my opinion, it's not really a protest,
0: anyway. And again, like like there's a double standard. You always see like on the news, you know, They'll, they'll. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but they'll point in another country where they do use police tactics to shut down, let's say, uh, protests that get out of hand yeah, like in, in their eyes. Yeah, like in Hong Kong or uh, the Middle East, et cetera. But <laughs> look at this. This is exactly saying if you get out of hand, we're going to give you a big slap on the face. So, you know, yeah, I mean, again, the,
1: the, you know, one of the things that really, really got to me was the fact that The police don't have to prove that you've knowingly broken a law. Mm. I mean, they can just say, oh, you should have known it and they can slap whatever they want on you. They don't have to tell you to move once. They can arrest you straight away. Mm. And uh, the fact that, you know, it's like even if you're one person holding a placard, you can be considered to be, you know, it's a noise complaint. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Some sort of outrage from someone and that's it. You're done for it. You're getting 2,500 fine. And I mean... You know that's a massive fan, First thing, first things first. But also, there's you know there's sentences that are coming out with this as well, like the whole whole attacking memorials thing. When did mm-hmm. this country become so fucking like obsessed with statues? What is going on?
0: I don't know. It was since, it was since the Coulson thing. Like they, yeah, they didn't have I mean, problems like, before. What, what is
1: going on? Like why is this suddenly a thing? Like I feel like the narrative is being shifted.
0: I th- I think we touched. You know, during that that period, I think it touched the core. You know, the core of like the country's like, um, I'm afraid to say, but racist issues. And this is like a reaction to that. Like it didn't happen when the punk, so in like the 1950s, you know, the punk movement, and they were, de- a lot of the times they were defacing, um, you know, statues and defacing other other things. It didn't happen then. It didn't happen in between, but you telling me, so you topple down a slaver and now you're thinking, you know what, 10 years in prison. Like, don't yeah, tell me this is of, a coincidence. It was kind of it
1: strange me. the other day where there was the vigil for Sarah Everin, mm. Everard. Sorry, and uh, they, they sent police officers to, to basically go around the Churchill statue and protect it.
0: Mm.
1: And you're thinking, really? Is this where public funds are going? You're, you're protecting inanimate objects?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: And, you know, you, they were kettling and throwing women onto the floor while they were literally doing a peaceful, you know, it's not even a protest. It was a vigil right? Mm. And you're seeing this kind of excessive use of power and force against people who really did not deserve it. And then you're saying, oh, let's give this same police force, by the way, bear in mind, it's not a good look for the police force when the people are there because the woman who's been murdered has been murdered by a Met police officer.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then you turn up and you start throwing them on the floor and being violent with them while they're being completely peaceful. And now you're saying no. Let's give this same police force even more powers, to the point where it's like they don't even need to prove that you've done something wrong. They can just impose whatever they want on you. And it's it's yeah for public safety. I mean,
0: it's not even a specific thing. What is public safety? How do you measure that? How do you measure? And
1: what's a noise limitation? So if I if I yell at three octaves, I don't know what the measurement is. Then you can put me in bin, or if I don't, then like how do you how do you measure that? when they make things very vague like this, it just means mm-hmm. you're giving more power to the individual who's in the, in that yeah, yeah. you know space. So if you, if you make it vague like that, then it's basically just depending on what police officer you get, they can just do whatever they want. I think as also, we've seen, yeah. they can't really be trusted individually, individual police officers. We've got one who's murdered the woman a week ago. And then we've got all of his colleagues turning up and throwing women to the floor and like, you know, absolutely abusing their power as well so it's like the the trust in the police should be going down not giving them more more power
0: Mm, I, i think though this like that i would blame it on obviously these police officers are following orders and that comes from the very top do you know what i mean they in set a way, a though, Steve man in a yeah, obviously way.
1: I'm not going to take away personal responsibility. No, there is a personal responsibility At the end of but, the day, you
0: choose to: but like, how the much o-
1: force you throw someone down to the floor.
0: No, that's true, but like this could have been all averted if the person on top didn't give that you know order.
1: But who is the person on top now? Is it Piri it's Patel? That lady.
0: No, no, no. I, I think it's the police chief isn't it the, the one that was under huge pressure to resign, um, I forget her name but isn't oh, not, it,
1: not, Priti, not Priti Patel you're talking not about. not pretty um, Patel, no,
0: no. Yeah,
1: the, so again she, you know she's the strange one as well because she turned around a couple years back and talked about how somebody put a gun in her mouth and said that they were going to shoot her because she was uh, you know a p-word in the police force like this is a, something that she said right in an interview so she was she's not denying that there's you know racism within the police force but then she turned around and with regards to the protest go you know like uh, if it's a BLM thing then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll interject and all of that. And you're thinking like, this is someone who d- can't even understand what she herself is saying. Like you, you are minimizing one protest, which is about race. And you're saying like, Oh no, if it's something like that, then we're obviously going to step in. But you yourself have also admitted that there is racism, you know, within yeah. your own institution. Like, I don't understand that. The people in charge just seems to be so out of, out of de- their depth they seem to be mm. so out of the kind of uh, i don't know I don't know what you call it like the vein of society they just i
0: yeah, don't know they're just they're out of touch completely out of and, touch completely yeah exactly uh but by the way the, it was a police commissioner, dame Carissa Dick, uh, who was urged to resign, and she was the one that basically uh called the the res- police response, which was ridiculous. Wait, what's her name her name her name is um dame Carissa dick at the end which is fitting <laughs>
1: yeah nice
0: <laughs> but again like this is what i mean as these people should be held accountable obviously everyone has an individual thing but you know at the end of the day like it's unfair but people follow orders and she she's in that position to have the most responsibility so we look oh, at by the way
1: time. this isn't the woman i'm talking about but there's there another police chief that i was talking about mm. it wasn't it wasn't chris dick but yeah,
0: yeah yeah but again look all of this yeah It's it's scary because it it seems like we're moving more and more. And it seems like since COVID, people have started waking up socially. Do you know what I mean? People Mm. are starting to demand things. And I think the government or whoever's in charge are realizing that, oh, shit, okay, we need to start controlling the people. Because now there's no more distractions. Like They can't just throw stuff out to distract us anymore because we're stuck at home and we're concentrating on what's important. And now that they're realizing, oh, OK, now that the movement's starting and, you know, social, like mental, mental freedoms and, you know, starting to question things. I think this is where all these controls are coming in from.
1: I mean, you see what we were talking about, I think a couple of episodes, maybe it was in the bonus episode. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But where I said, like, my issue with what we call a democracy now is that no one is held to account. Yeah. yeah. So like, let's say you do something wrong you never get punished. You don't have to quit. You don't have to do anything like the moment politicians in particular realized, oh, I don't actually have to quit. Like I can just carry on doing whatever I want is when everything started to go downhill. And like, for example, I've just looked up Christina Dick because you just said her name. And uh, the first article that's come up is from The Guardian and it's uh, Christina Dick refuses to quit over vigil policing and dismisses armchair critics. Mm. so it's like you know that she can just dismiss people and oh, you're armchair critics excuse me under your watch some of the worst shit that's happened you know in the past 10 years has happened and you're turning around and saying "Oh, they're just armchair critics like you're dismissing it there's no actual like oh let me take responsibility mm. let me you know I mean, people like this should have to step down from their jobs. You, There's yes. a vigil going on for a woman who's been murdered by one of your officers, and then you're sending your officers down there to then beat up the women who are just there at the vigil.
0: I think there was a protest. Okay, I think the reasoning of why they did it, I'm not saying it's right, but the reasoning they say is because there was a protest and it was like breaking COVID rules and it was getting a bit rowdy. That's, but...
1: that's all very well and interesting, but when Kate, Mid- Kate Middleton turned up,
0: Exactly her that's mask point. to do yeah. her
1: little PR... Yeah, yeah. You then go around and throw her to the floor and put handcuffs on her. So, what is the rule? Is it one rule for them and one rule for us?
0: I mean, don't they understand context as well? Like, you know, you have to weigh it and say, look, in this context, because it's a one off, you know, it's going to be a one off uh, evening, let it go. Do you know what I mean? Just police it so it's contained. Like, it doesn't. Well, people
1: were wearing masks as well. There was yeah, a, yeah. there was a, uh, today there was a protest of of end lockdown when. We've already been given a date for when lockdown ends, anyway. But there were all these anti-maskers and anti-lockdown people parading through London, and there was only thirteen arrests made. No, you know it's thinking? a joke, man. That's that's so unheavy-handed, and then this is so heavy-handed. There's no, as you said, there's no looking at context. There's clearly a bias there where you're letting one woman with her cameras come through without a mask in Kate Middleton and then you're turning around and throwing these other people to the floor and saying he's breaching COVID rules like what what does that even mean
0: Mm. it's scary man
1: it's it's the way the policing of this like country is moving forward is is actually backwards rather than any kind of progress you're giving more power to the police when they don't do their job properly how does that work
0: yeah no I I, I don't get it I mean like even if they even if you're giving more power I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily against that but you have to keep people accountable, man. There's if you no mess up, you should be gone.
1: Whatsoever, bro. Like, I don't understand. You've made so one of your I don't I don't want to repeat myself, but that woman, for example, should quit. Dick, whatever her name is. She should quit.
0: Yeah, let's just call her Dick from now on, yeah.
1: yeah. so Dick should quit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Like there is no other... there,
0: there shouldn't be like she should take it upon herself to step down.
1: This is what I'm saying, like, it, yeah. but even if she herself decides to just dismiss very valid concerns of the public as oh armchair critics, okay, there should be something in place to hold her to account. Like, mm. we, why do we need to wait for them to quit? That you should be fired.
0: Exactly. Yeah, there should be a neutral board or so- something that's neutral that. Bro, I mean, it's the same
1: situation with uh, Matt Hancock. Why is he still in a job? I'm waking up every morning expecting him to have been fired or to have quit or something. He's still got a job. Mm -mm. He's misused public funds and been found guilty. What more do you need?
0: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: There's no accountability whatsoever. And then this crime bill comes through. And like we've been seeing a lot of discussions, especially like in the online spaces where people are genuinely concerned, especially minorities, especially people who've previously had issues with the police anyway and uh you know they're saying well we want to move we actually this is enough to push us over the edge and we want to move because people are scared man and they should be it's a scary situation and it's like we've been warned of all of this happening and we knew that this sort of bill would come through eventually and we would be moving towards a police state but you know when when some people say it always gets dismissed until it happens yeah exactly you see what i'm saying like it's like oh my god i can't believe this happened Well, when literally half of society was telling you this is going to happen where were you then you know what i mean did jeremy corbyn not warn us of this did, did at least some members of that party at that time yeah, yeah all knew that this was the direction that this was going to go in why are you so confused now
0: i don't know man it's ridiculous as well now like how are people supposed to express change like it, things don't change when things are comfortable i'm sorry to say like yeah, if the government are comfortable and you're outside like dancing around and they're like ah oh, it's all right just let them go you know the police are here and after, like, half a day, they'll go home and we can just continue doing the, the whatever. The UK
1: have an outstanding ability to put up with bullshit. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. we're so passive. It's like, you know, I'm not saying everyone rushed to the streets and whatever, but it's like, come on, man. Like, they, they, surely there's got to be some sort of reaction from the general public. There has to be. And it's getting to a point where now we have to basically beg and plead and whisper during protests. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. They can
1: plead to even get the right to have a protest. And then when you're at the protest, they can just randomly arrest you and they can randomly tell you, oh no, you have to whisper now.
0: And surely like some causes, like let, let's say people are complaining like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Some causes are worth it. If if you know, let me tell you, Aaron, if you know uh, in, in the next five years, uh, millions of people will die, would you not actively protest outside uh, in, in an extravagant way? Yes yeah, yeah to, and to what, raise
1: awareness or whatever, and what, what, yeah, what
0: happened and why I said millions of people I wanted to get rid of the context we put it in context if we did this for the Iraq war when they mm-hmm. were uh, out there you know um fear mongering and uh trying mass uh,
1: destruction and all yeah, that,
0: yeah we we know what what the fallout is is this not worth you know uh you know d- denying um uh what they call it like social uh, Normality, I guess. Like, Normality. So, you know, oh, my ears don't hurt today. Yeah, like, you know yeah. What I mean? Oh, All I didn't su- pass a certain amount of decibel to for the noise limit. So, like, yeah. why are they doing this? I don't understand. Like, that means anything will go. This is not good for the country,
1: bro. It's to rid, it's to rid anyone of any accountability. You know, especially those in power, because it's like you can't protest me in any way. If you do want to protest me, you have to do that this time. Uh, you know start at this time end at this time as you said you can only have this many decibels like at that point it's like it's not really a protest is it it's just exactly uh, who is it there's like a comedian i think his name is k kurt and he says like it's not it's not a protest if you're asking the person that you're protesting can i protest it's just a shit day out that's it like you don't you know what is that
0: basically it, it doesn't make sense no it makes no sense but again the fact that they brought up the colston thing as one of the drivers it was a statue of a slaver, bruv. Do you do you know how sick that is? Like, it was a I mean, statue I knew, I knew we of were, a slave we man. take
1: the piss out of America, but we're just America light. I mean, people actually turned up. Do you remember when there were all the Black Lives Matter protests in London? People yeah, actually yeah. turned up from other cities to guard the Churchill statue. Like, it's like a, a comedy ske- uh, sketch or something. If you say this like ten years mm. ago. I would have said, well, the fuck are you talking? And there's no way that sort of stuff would happen. It sounds like something that you'd see in a, you know, sketch show. People turning up to protect the statue, like an inanimate object. But it's happened.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. And
1: then there's, like, people, they use this kind of, um, they use they use that sort of uh, thing to really push these policies through, where they, they get the public, they fear fearmonger amongst the public, and like, yeah, they're trying to destroy our values and all of this. And, you know, they, they fear-monger and push through bills like this. And, you know, the, the Tory party in particular have become very good at doing that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. What happens so if they sell boring. the
1: NHS over? I Let's... mean, right now they've already sold 36 GP practices to private companies in America. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're going to no, sell And, the and the then NHS. you want to
0: protest against it. Well, you can't. You, you can't.
1: can't make tough luck. Yeah. Pretty Patel said you can't.
0: Mad. Yeah. mad, Where, do mad. You
1: go? Where do you go from there?
0: It's crazy, man. I don't. I don't know. And like you said, it, you nailed it on the head. Like they, they stir up a uh, emotional response from you know patriotic, like you, you know the type that will definitely yeah, yeah. are going to be very patriotic British people. My country,
1: you know.
0: What I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, like, guys, like, yeah. Do you know
1: what I mean like they come here, <laughs> coming <laughs>
0: our like, here, stealing our jobs. <laughs> yeah. How how does the South Park one go? Oh, they yeah. took
1: my job,
0: like well, yeah, a exactly those guys. <laughs> yeah, they, those guys. Which. You know, they're just like, they have their issues, but also what they're really squeezing is that patriotic vibe, and they're thinking that's what they're protecting, and like you said, at the end of the day, they're just getting rid of their freedoms, and they have no clue that they're stealing it out of their pocket while patting them on the back. It's sad, man. It's sad, and these are the people that are going to suffer the worst. That's what kills me. When the NHS goes, and you know, you can't protest for certain things, and these people always end up suffering and then they, bro, look, they you and me, ret- we're, we're
1: well educated and we're in good jobs in it. When all this shit goes to hell, we won't be the first to get affected by it. It'll be regular people like that people who who are the very patriotic working class who, you know, they took my job and all of that. You're gonna be affected first before you and I would be, Steve. Yeah, I
0: know. But you that's know scary. I mean? but, it, but you know it, who it, they're gonna blame when,
1: when they get affected. Patting yeah. them on the back. You're patting them on the back while they're taking away your civil liberties, bruv.
0: Fam, it's just, know. it's mad, it's mad I, I don't know what to say in it All I know is I don't trust anyone with cock in their name Or dick <laughs> Dick, sorry, yeah, the dick Yeah, Hancock yeah. and dick, yeah No, out I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here, Aaron
1: There's a pattern If you're named after genitalia Then, you know, you can't be trusted, clearly
0: Exactly, exactly But So uh,
1: wait, actually, wait, Steve If you did have to move to another country Where would you move to?
0: If I had to move to another country You know what I was thinking? I think yeah. Canada would be the one, bro I know it's freezing cold. I know it's freezing cold, guys. I understand. But their houses are huge. (laughs) You know, when I see their houses and they've got like a a basement, a garage, six bedrooms, that's what I want to live. I want to live like a king.
1: uh, Would you go like Toronto or something then?
0: yeah yeah like Toronto or like yeah. a major city yeah yeah outside of Toronto but like near near enough because to, I you mean, know
1: there's like a lot of in, in Canada there's like a lot of like mountainous areas and there's like random villages like random places that are like in the middle of nowhere yeah that yeah. scares me like you know the UK isn't that big right you can get into a car and go all the way up to Scotland in like a matter of six hours
0: no they got polar bears
1: bro this is what I mean like the stuff like that freaks me out it's too nah, big I'm joking I don't, they want don't have polar to bears <laughs> Bro, don't scare me like that. No, they might. No, don't they?
0: They got bears. They got bears. We're not they got bears, bear. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some sort of bear. But, but, dude, but fam, dude, what, what's the most wild animal we have here? A fox. Do you know what I mean? fox, like, bro. What, yeah, what exactly is there to be scared of here? There's nothing. Like, it's just peaceful and calm. It can be such a beautiful country if it was allowed to be. Mm. But we just, we've got a bunch we of hate, bastards running the place. and We, we hate, we just, hate ourselves. Well, I, I,
0: I, I know, like, I like living I here now. I, I, I like my country. I'm not going to lie. Like I don't want to li- bro, This is like England. At
1: the end of the day As much as we stick it on them And we say like yeah. You know we're minorities And everything This is our country Like, exactly, I don't, I don't yeah, want anyone yeah. to act like You know this is the thing Like Everyone always goes Oh where should we move to Where should we do this And then, you know there's always Those people who go like oh, Send me back then Send me back then That's just not You're not being genuine With that bro You don't want to go back To wherever your parents were from Because you were born yeah. here
0: Exactly Your you country Like it. do you know what the, I mean just, you'll Don't be so just different. give up so quick Yeah
1: yeah, man. I'm not, there's no way I'm going to take it. You're mad, but yeah, if I had, if I had to move, and if we did get very police and, you know, I had to ask pretty Patel before I took a shit. I'd say maybe I'd go to like uh, Netherlands or something because I feel mm. like they're quite, you know, they speak English. I think the language thing is a big issue for me because I'm not no, good to be it, picking up it, new languages. It, so speak English. It's not too far away from England. I could still come back and visit some members of my family if if they were here, for example. They got good, um, you know, research arms and stuff. So I, could, mm-hmm. I could probably find a job there.
0: I think for me, it's like I, I was looking for a metropolitan place, just like how we grew up. And mm-hmm. I think like Canada's basically close enough to the UK. Yeah, you was, know, like, they've
1: got the Queen and everything as they've well. They've got right, Drake.
0: You know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they're culturally close enough to us. So. N- Netherlands has weed. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. But let's not speak yeah. about it.
1: No, I think, yeah, I think I'd probably move there. But you know what's worrying is um, mm. everyone who keeps pointing towards these Scandinavian countries and talks about how, you know, uh, you, oh, it's so good there. It's so amazing there. Everything's run brilliantly. Well, actually, Steve, you might want to look this up because I did read the news article the other day. I could be incorrect. I think it was Denmark. They voted so that every neighborhood ha- has like a 30% cut line for what they consider to be ethnic which I know sounds crazy, but I'm pretty sure that law passed. So maybe Google it Whoa. real quick. No, let me check. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're, it's not just here, basically, is the point I'm trying to make.
0: You know, this mm-hmm. stuff is happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's all over, I, uh, Like we, we tend to go back to this because obviously it's important to us. So in case people think, oh, we're just rotating about around these topics. Well, it's important to us because, you know, mm-hmm. we live it day to day. But I do feel like Europe is becoming like more aware of like ethnic minorities in a bad way, do you know what I mean? Like in a very negative light and they don't want to look at the positive light and it's just becoming like more hatred is, is brewing up and obviously if you can't protest against this kind of stuff and show your resentment against this feeling that the government usually up like take up, mm. then well, well, where, are we at? where are we at? Like we, there's nothing we can do. Imagine if like they stopped like the Black Lives Matter protests in London. Then then you can't talk. There's nothing to say. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing you can say.
1: I've just found an article on it. Denmark to limit the number of non-Western residents in poor neighborhoods. Authorities want a 30% cap to reduce risk of parallel societies. Mm -mm. Bro, this is this thing isn't just in one place. And like, for example, in Switzerland, they also voted against was it the hijab or the niqab or something that like they voted against uh, to make that illegal in public spaces. If you're somebody who where's that, that as part of your religion what do you do
0: i don't get that because i think you know, also maybe for some of our listeners like maybe they don't understand the concept of it but like usually people aren't for people aren't forced to wear it they don't understand like people choose to wear the hijab <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah i
1: know he's i know he's seen as like a thing of
0: yeah they, they see it as if, as if like or whatever but... yeah like they're being forced to wear it like they don't understand that it's just culturally I mean, and you can't, you part of can't say
1: like oh some people might be forced to wear it but you know well, that's a... it doesn't matter they, you know what i mean like because some people as they might be uh, forced to wear that you see in other societies where people might be forced to open up exactly yeah, at yeah. the end of the day it's it's whatever right it's if a person wants to wear it they should be able to wear it if you turn around and you you literally outlaw it you're not allowing that choice to be put into place
0: if if as a woman, I choose to wear the hijab and then you tell me you can't wear it. Yeah, how, Steve, much, how, much woman, wo- yeah. how much worse is that? Yeah, we to- in the business, first of all, but yeah. But, but I'm just saying, how, how much worse is that than you telling someone, uh, you know, you should, put, you should uh, force them to wear a hijab? Like, they're both the same thing. Yeah, so let me read up
1: about that, actually. Switzerland has narrowly approved the ban on face coverings dubbed a burka ban in a binding referendum instigated by a far-right political party. The measure to amend the Swiss constitution passed by 512 to 48.8% margin in provisional official results showed on Sunday. Critics of the move branded the proposal Islamophobic and sexist. The new law does not mention Islam directly, and also aims to stop violent street protesters from wearing masks. I mean, you've seen a commonality here, Steve. The measure will outlaw people covering their face in public places like restaurants, sports stadiums, public transport, or walking in the street. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Again, very, very vague. So you're saying, oh, in restaurants, sports stadiums, public transport, and they're just walking in the street.
0: It is mad. So everywhere
1: then, like, what do you mean? Other than in your house, you can't wear it anywhere. And again, look, they're being vague. They're saying face coverings. So again, mm. it touches on protesters as well and a protesters' rights to protest, which is against the human rights. So I I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, know
0: man. Man. I this don't whole man. this whole thing, but I'm not gonna lie, like it's scaring me. Like again, as we go along in time, this is just getting worse and worse in Europe. And I don't go, go back
1: to, to go back about. to nineteen twenty-one. And <laughs> you know what I mean the 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 way politics is is exactly, almost yeah. cyclical anyway, but it's like we're pretty much sit, we're moving in the same sort of direction. It's very worrying, like, you know, what the mm. next 20 or 30 years will hold.
0: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But this you know, you, it,
1: got, you got a situation in China right now with the good Muslims. Mm.
0: Exactly, you know, yeah. Do yeah. you know what
1: I mean? It's like yeah. your, history seems to be repeating itself. It's very, very worrying. And those people who say, oh, we're going to go to another country. Well, I've just listed you Switzerland and Denmark who are supposed to be like these havens. And, oh, they do it so right over there. Mm. Well how, do they Do they really I mean well, look at the st- kind of laws They're passing there as well So yeah. You know um, I, I don't know man It's
0: scary, it scary. But again let's, let's maybe Retract back to the police issue That we were just talking about Yeah go on It's crazy man It's With that in mind With that context in Europe And with this It's happening in the UK Let's not turn a blind eye And say We're above Do you know what I mean it's Yeah no that's the point I'm trying here, to man.
1: make Like we're not above anyone And it's happening mm. in the UK as well mm. Where we're going towards this authoritarianism, this sort of like uh, police state, as you put it. Yeah, exactly. It's I don't know, man. It is anyway, worrying. It's worrying.
0: It is worrying. Should, Should we, we move, move on
1: to it? more like more even even worse news, really? I yeah. I don't know really. how else to Go say on. it, but I'll let you. So there was a terrible situation that occurred. Uh, I think a couple of days now it's been um, where a young man, 18 years old, was stabbed and unfortunately passed away. So I'll give you a bit of background on what actually occurred. Um, So the, the youngster's name was uh, Hussein Chowdhury and in essence, his family, you know, from their house were selling designer jackets, right? So he's selling designer jackets. Uh, These two guys turn up, they pose as customers, they try on the jacket and whatnot. And then they try to rob him When they try to rob him. Obviously, you know, he has every right to, he tries to defend himself. He tries to defend his family who, you know, they also attack because they've brought knives they're slashing at the mother and his brother and him as well. And while he's trying to protect his mother, he unfortunately gets stabbed in the neck and he passes away. And um, so, you know, life has been lost over essentially a jacket. And, uh, you know, it's very, it's very sad news, obviously, with, mm. you know, when we're talking about this. And unfortunately, it's becoming kind of the norm, especially in London with the number of deaths related to knives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know what angle you want to take in kind of discussing this. I can read uh, an actual article if you'd like. There you go. Um, so three members of the same family were stabbed and one was left dead in a brutal attack. Uh, this says last night in Wolverhampton. Hussein Chowdhury, 18, and his mother and brother were all slashed in a robbery raid on their, on their family home. Uh, and it says the address, I won't read it. Hussein was studying law at Soas University, was reportedly stabbed in the neck trying to protect his mother from thugs stealing designer jackets from the family business, and died at the scene outside his home. His family will rush to hospital where their conditions have been described as non-life-threatening. Witnesses have reportedly said the boy was stabbed in the neck by an attacker posing as a customer who then fled the scene. His uncle, Reese Chowdhury told The Evening Standard he died protecting his mother from the robbers. He died in her lap. He was studying law at Soros. He was a great boy. His mother is in surgery. Her hand has been severely cut. We're all devastated. Her family friend said he was killed over a jacket. How stupid is that? Mm. So how does that make you feel, Steve, hearing that?
0: Bro, that makes my blood boil. Because, you know, when you think about... He's so young as well. Like, he just started university. Do you know what I mean? he's, He's obviously doing well at school. He's just doing normal stuff. Selling a jacket online. And you're telling me people have the nerve to, you know, bring a knife and actually, like, go for the neck, do you know what I mean, look to kill over a jacket. And what this brings it back to me in my head is that people aren't – in this country, people aren't scared, man. Do you know what I mean? I, I think I said this before, like, we don't have a harsh enough or deterrence for people to stop doing this. Now, we, we can talk about, obviously, uh, underlying issues throughout the communities, etc. But at the end of the day, you know, a decision is taken. And this is why, like, deterrences are there at the same time. Mm. Over I mean, I, I want be bro. calm
1: with the way we react to this because we can't talk about how we're moving towards a police state and also want harsher punishments in the same breath. But I do agree with you that, I mean, maybe this is just the one topic that I'm really, I've become very almost conservative about mm. in that. When I was younger, I would always be like, oh, but, you know, if this person's carrying a knife, it could be because of X, Y, Z reasons, blah, blah, this and that. And I'd always look to try and, you know, explain it in a bigger way and talk about society and this and that. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, you're carrying a knife, you're going to a place to rob this kid. Like, you know, you're there to cause serious damage. It's trampy behavior. It's not like you're doing it for you know, something that you need to survive. You're doing it for a designer jacket at the end of the day. If you don't have that material thing, you will not die. You weren't do going there to, you know, protect yourself. You went there to rob someone and commit a crime. The fact that they can take a life so casually over something as stupid as a fucking jacket, you know, and he's 18 years old, whole life ahead of him, law student, you know, he seems like he's got a bright future and you take his life for what? For a jacket? As you said, I mean, maybe... Maybe they should make it harsher. The, the I think the it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's not. I mean,
0: it's not contradicting to the, to being a police state. A police state is when you give people sentences and stuff for things that are not relevant. Yeah, it's not justified. All, I guess I think this not is justified. justified though. Yeah, this is totally justified, and I know the attitude because I've heard it from people. Do you know what I mean? Like, where it's like, oh, the police here are, let's say, soft, and not the police themselves, but it's a sentencing, and mm. like for you as a person, to feel confident to bring a knife and use it in a lethal way. You know, you can bring a knife and brandish it, let's say, yeah, but like to use it on a lethal way to the point where you're aiming for people's necks over a jacket, it means you have no fear. There's no system, the the punishment system does not give us confidence to say people are deterred. There's no deterrence.
1: Bro, the thing is like most of the time the kind of explanation for these things is, oh, you know, I carry a knife to protect myself and this and that, but I nah, don't really nah, buy it because the reality of the situation is like specific to this situation. I can understand in some of the instances where that might be the case, but in this situation, that kid is just a regular civilian in this, in this scenario. He's not somebody who's, you know, you would worry about having a knife. You're going to yeah, him yeah. to buy a jacket. You've clearly gone there with the intention to cause harm, if not murder. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep looking up this story and see how it progresses. Cause I believe they have arrested one of the, one of the two guys. Mm. So, I want to see what sentence he gets I'm hoping it's something very, very, very severe Because
0: Well, the get gets 25, isn't it? That's a bird I mean That's life, basically Is that enough, though? That's No the,
1: way Is that enough? You've taken a person's entire life away And, and damaged a the mother and reason, someone else man. Such a stupid, such a senseless taking away of life Like, for what? I mean, in my eyes, there's no way to justify it ever anyway But like, over a jacket
0: yeah. You know what and I mean,
1: over a jacket? Are you serious? It's not
0: the first time we've seen this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it happens over and over again. Yeah, like there was a killing each other for material, you know, goods. Yeah, material, like, but like innocent people, not, not just, uh, you know... The, it's not there's, like gang
1: violence, yeah.
0: There's gang violence and stuff like that, but then there's attacking innocent people and having the balls to do it with the weaponry. Do, do you know how stupid that is? Do you know why people don't attack police officers? Like, if you really deep it, It's because they know if they do that, they're fucked. So sorry to say, but they're absolutely screwed in terms of the justice system, and so they keep away from it. It's not a clever idea. but people have the you know the people like this have the balls to do to do exactly this because there isn't a deterrence in my opinion. Obviously, you tackle these issues holistically, so there's another aspect to it, but it's disconnected to this kind of punishment issue. You need to be strong as well twenty five is nothing if he gets twenty five by the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've seen it before where they get like 10 to 15. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we mentioned this guy before, but we know a guy who basically ended up taking a life over something incredibly stupid as well. And, you know, you look at him and you think, like, for example, with him, I always mm. knew he was going to end up doing something like that. Mm. Because my interactions with that guy, you know, he just didn't seem to give a shit. He no- Nothing really seemed to you know, put any fear into him. He didn't care. He always thought he was untouchable. That's exactly what feeds into what you're saying. Like, there isn't a fear there. If you're a regular civilian and you break a tiny law, like you speak too loud at a protest, God forbid you might get, you know, done, you might get dumb for that. Mm. You're scared, you don't. you can't even protest. But somebody can carry a knife with them with the intention to harm somebody else and they're not too worried. They know they're not going to get a massive sentence. Yeah. It's so it ridiculous, man. I don't know. I, this, this really, this news really, really angered me when I heard it. It was, and it was I such hope, a sad situation.
0: I hope it instigates change. I hope the government and one day wakes up and realizes that punishment system in this country is broken. So people can do this, get minimal, but then you do self defense and you get maximal. How does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah. That makes no sense. It's flipped on its head. It, it needs to be looked at deeply and changed yeah but again like these things can only be done once there's a big social outroar and again it feeds back to the first point you know i feel like this is the kind of thing where it needs a public protest and vigils etc and if we can't do that we can't perform that then how can we ever make change how does the government ever notice what we want
1: i mean it's it's interesting that you you brought this up anyway because what I was going to talk about was uh, basically a police officer, PC Oliver Bamfield, violently attacked a woman walking home at night in 2020. Uh, and he's, he's basically not been charged. He's been let go. And he, you know, um, he got spared jail and he was ordered to pay £500 in compensation, wearing an electronic tag and sentenced to 14-week nighttime curfew. But yeah, he's still a, he's still a police officer with the West Midlands Police and you know he's it's just it's an interesting kind of contradiction when you look at it you know like yeah exactly one person can break a law doesn't you know nothing happens to him another person wants to protest something and they can get done for it another person goes and kills someone and like there isn't a there is it doesn't make sense as you said the the kind of Mm. the weight of
0: it just punishment. seems like, it,
1: yeah, it's, the punishment doesn't match the crime in most cases in this country. And it's very strange. And you just look at who who makes the law and, you know, who gets affected most by it and you will see a pattern there, basically. Exactly. And, yeah, no, I mean, it's just a shit situation. And obviously, you know, our condolences to the family. And, uh, yeah, we did put on our story and everything links to a SOAS page, which is raising money for the family, I believe, for burial services and other things and such. So, yeah, SOAS is raising money from the Islamic community there, so you know, check them out and see if you can maybe donate some money to them. I think that'll be a very good cause Definitely. to donate to. Um, and yeah, I've got to mention it at the beginning of the episode, but yeah, any anything that comes from this podcast anyway will be going to yeah, Solace Women's Aid. So if you sign up to our Patreon or whatever, we'll we'll donate to Solace Women's Aid.
0: But yeah, the, or, or this... if you want, if you prefer, you can go straight to our link in the uh in our short link on our bio and you can di- donate directly um but of course if you go through the patreon it helps us grow as well so yeah
1: but um yeah so basically if you if you want to give to evil solace women's aid and i'll put i'll put the the link for you know this this particular young man in our bio as well so as is the islamic community does that so you know go check yeah. out the bio and donate if you can but yeah it's it's a si- shit situation but um
0: Maybe we can move this on now, um, yeah. having covered that to something a bit more upbeat. Um, mm. So, we've had a volcano erupting in Iceland. Oh, very upbeat. Yeah, yeah very upbeat. upbeat. <laughs> so, the volcano... I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce this. I'm going to butcher this. The volcano erupts near Reykjavik.
1: Reykjavik. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, Reykjavik. my God.
1: Reykjavik Reykjavik have, or Reykjavik. I butchered that.
0: Yeah, sorry that. <laughs> It's like uh, European football, me trying to pronounce the name. A a volcano has erupted southwest of Iceland, capital Reykjavik, and it says the fissure is about 500 to 700 meters long. Bro, that is huge. 500 to 700 meters? Are you serious? That's like half a kilometer. The last eruption was some 800 years ago, and Iceland has recorded more than 40,000 earthquakes the past three weeks, which probably caused the volcano, to be honest.
1: Wait, wait, wait! How many, how many earthquakes?
0: So forty thousand. Forty thousand earthquakes. earthquakes. What? Yes. <laughs> Which oh. is like okay, that should have been the warning, you know, to get out of town. Bro, Iceland is just vibrating. Then, if that's the case, like, Bro, you know what's funny? Like, when they first moved to Iceland and they saw a massive volcano in the middle, why would you settle there? Like who thought you know what this is good? I mean maybe it was
1: Dormant or something. I don't know. Like how? Yeah, i do not really understand that either. But
0: I don't know. But do you remember when it was like five years? I think it was like ten, more than ten years ago. But the Iceland volcano erupted, but it was just smoke and it completely covered the UK and people couldn't fly in and out. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. Do you know? Do you know that there's an interesting story about that?
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: So Robert Lewandowski who I believe, was he playing for Stuttgart at the time or something? I can't remember who he was playing for at the time, yeah. but he was supposed to sign for Bolton Wanderers. Oh, really? And it was the last day of the transfer window. And because of that volcano, he wasn't able to fly over. Because no the, way. Yeah. So he didn't sign for Bolton and eventually signed for Borussia Dortmund instead. From Borussia Dortmund, he went on to play for Bayern Munich. And now he's the Robert Lewandowski that we know. He could have ended up. He yeah, could end knows. up being like a uh, Johan Elmander or something like that <laughs> of Bolton, but instead he's, you know, he's the Robert Lewandowski. And it's, uh, wow, yeah, like, do you see the domino effect of how that can affect things? But, all right, going back to this this sort of volcanic eruption, so what, what's happened as a result of it erupting?
0: So, the Coast Guard helicopter was sent to survey the area, which is around 30 kilometers uh, around uh, Reykjavik, and they sent out some some images of lava leaking out and I'm looking at them now and it looks like the end of all dude. Like the lava lakes are huge. Like I I just really want to stress how big this eruption was. It's insane. It's actually crazy. And you can see like glowing red just from the window um, from the images. Uh, everyone, <laughs> you know, what's funny though. There was a news correspondent and they, they said everyone here is getting into their cars to drive up there. People want to go and see the, the eruption.
1: I mean, if they want to go see it, though, then uh, I guess it's not too. I mean,
0: what, what the thing I don't actually know how and... fast
1: lava moves,
0: bro. If if I hear lava's coming, I'm gone. You won't see me, bro. I'm I'm on a train to another city. Who? Why are human beings so brave? Like, I, I don't know where they get that from.
1: Bro, it's our inquisition that has led us to what we are today, isn't it? So I can't, mm. I can't really fault them for that. But, I mean, that's kind of nuts when you think about it. Oh, there's a volcano. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go, you know, drive up to it. Mm. No problem. You know what I mean? That sounds, that sounds fucking mad. But, um, God, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I think. Have you ever, like, have you ever seen a volcano, like lava, and gone, I really want to touch that?
0: Uh, yeah I've, I've actually had that what is that response like this
1: is what I'm saying like I guess it's a similar type of situation to be like oh mm. there's love I want to go see it it's like a similar thing right because yeah you want to whenever I see these videos I'm like I just really want to touch that just because <sighs> I know if I touch it I'm obviously going to incinerate my hand but
0: yeah 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 I you can't it help is. it's mesmerizing isn't it but it, it shows like how powerful nature is honestly like yeah
1: yeah definitely molten molten it's like a siren rocks. call
0: dude it's crazy molten rocks I do how the hell do you melt rocks Like, so
1: so a volcano is basically just like the magma of the earth kind of spurting out of like a cyst on the face of the earth, right?
0: Pretty much, yeah. It's a big, uh, yeah, it's like a big spot
1: or yeah, big blackhead on the earth. Oh, crazy,
0: crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. That's just spewing out, but. It's is mad that there were 40,000 earthquakes. I mean, you know, after the first 1,000,
1: surely you would have thought... Bro, they're on vibrate mode, bro. They're just <laughs> vibrating day and night. 40,000? Are you serious, bro? I, yeah, there must have right. been, like, super small tremors, like, when no one even fell it or something, because
0: that's ridiculous. Like. How do you have
1: 40,000 earthquakes? I mean, I swear if you have one, it fucks everything up here. So how how can you have 40,000?
0: I don't know. But, do, do, you know, do you remember when we went to Naples? I mean, we probably yeah. said this story a million times, but like the day we were going to fly in the morning we read the news and it was like yeah the uh, Mount Vesuvius is uh, about to erupt
1: <laughs> yeah it's just something dumb like that, anyway. it what was that about I can't even remember
0: it, it was actually erupting like Mount Vesuvius was erupting
1: isn't it dormant
0: well it's, it's, it was dormant <laughs> <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> it was spewing out some some yeah. smoke and a bit but to be hot.
1: fair when we went there it did smell really sulfury and stuff so maybe yeah, yeah it maybe was, it was.
0: i mean we, we were fine no one died it was it was all right and most importantly that our Ryanair flight wasn't cancelled which is the most important thing because we saved five pounds yeah
1: yeah talking about vibrating that plane was vibrating the whole way there you could <laughs> i really was worried for my life but you know Ryanair eight pound flights can't say no
0: you can't say no do you think they'll come back these eight pound flights or do you think it's the end Oh no no! Absolutely, they will. I think you they absolutely will. Yeah, man, they're, I, don't they're gonna, know,
1: man. I think a lot of people are going to be very scared about traveling to other countries and so on. So there has to be some sort of something to actually draw people in to do these flights. If you turn around and make the flights really expensive, you're already struggling.
0: But these flights it's just gonna
1: are just going to be made even worse, no? But
0: these flights are only so cheap because they know thousands of people are going to travel. Do you understand? This is the only reason why they're cheap, and they fill that they fill up the entire plane but if they can't fill up the entire plane, there's no way they're going to set the prices this low because it's just too expensive.
1: I mean, you're, you're the, you're the airplane guy, right? You're the, engineer, yeah, yeah. So I can't really, I can't they have really to argue with thing. you on that. So yeah, I guess the prices are going up, but basically I had, I have a few, like, you know, I had a flight planned already. Mm. So luckily, you know, my, there's no changes in my, my flight in terms of price. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm lucky in that sense, but, Oh, I don't know what, well, I don't know what travel is going to be like post COVID anyway. And I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about COVID. Would
0: you want to, I know you want to, you don't want to jinx it, but Would you want to travel? Just saying. Post COVID, are you, are you, are you begging? Are you clawing at the, at the end of yes. your bed to just go on holiday in, yes. in, in like Greece or whatever? Bro, I'm sick.
1: I'm sick and tired of, <laughs> of just being in the house and not having any experiences, just going to work and coming back home. Mm-mm. Preach, like, preach. right now it's like capitalism personified you just work come home sleep that's it work come home sleep there's you do you don't have a life at the moment right so i just want to go out there and i want to experience the world so as soon as everything opens up as soon as flights have opened up i don't give a fuck i'm gonna get vaccinated anyway i'm just gonna go out there and fly <laughs> in it yeah man uh, we're young man like at the end of the day but we lost a year like of ETV, our life man in it like i'm fine <laughs> like i've wasted the year of my life already i, I don't want to waste another 10 just worried about oh, if I fly here, or if I catch, like, if you catch something, you catch something. At this point in it, like as long as you get vaccinated, then you wear your mask and you you behave in a correct manner, so mm. as to not spread it to other people, who especially vulnerable people. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Fly around, like you know, as long as as long as those who are vulnerable don't get it, and you don't give it to them, you're fine. Just go travel, it's fine.
0: Mm-mm. But you say that as if it's simple. Maybe you traveling is causing it.
1: I know I know but like you know what if they tell you that yeah you can go travel right I'm, I'm saying like if the scientific community has turned around and said at this date it's fine for travel overseas to commence and therefore all of these airplane you know companies you know flight flight companies whatever they say okay our flights are back on why would I continue to be scared I mean if if they're telling me that it's okay to fly then fuck it I'm gonna fly you know, I'm hmm. not gonna just sit here and wallow in my misery yeah, at that point i want to get out now it's, it's i mean like a
0: year indoors the i don't know if you know but in in sports news anthony joshua versus tyson fury fight was announced that it's all mm. been signed and apparently is over a lot of money so the only way for them to get this money is to get fans in the stadiums and it's yeah. not going to be in the uk most likely going to be in saudi arabia again
1: in saudi arabia or i heard las vegas maybe
0: oh yeah perhaps but i think saudi arabia is in the running people will have to travel for that. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, people aren't going to be scared to miss, you know, the heavyweight, you know, unification. unification. Battle, like, yeah. two Brits. Like, do you know this has never happened before? Yeah, I'm not going to lie,
1: though. That's a massive piss take. Mm. Two Brits, but you're doing the fight in Saudi Arabia or it's in mad, America or whatever. Mad. It's so unfair to British. You, you, We fucking deserve to have that fight in the UK. I want the way to be you two have been Hotspur, ducking one another forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of it. Like... Yeah, we waited this long and now we're going to have to probably be up at like fucking 2am or whatever, depending on where you do the fight, just to watch it. It's ridiculous.
0: I think the idea, because it's actually, they, they signed a two fight deal. So yeah. we all know the first one's going to go to the draw unless someone's knocks someone out, which is probably not going to happen. I don't know. Some people will believe it, but I think the idea is to look, they're going to make a hundred mil off this one fight. Please look, be humble. You made all that money. Give the fans back something. Come back, do it in Wembley. Do it in the Manchester Arena or something. Come back to the UK. For it to be two
1: British boxers and them to not fight in the UK is such a piss take. I'm going to be so honest with you. I I understand the first fight being somewhere else. You've got to make the money. You've got to make the P, whatever. But at least make the second fight in the UK, man.
0: But what if it's lockdown? What if we can't go to a stadium? And this is probably why they're doing it abroad. It's because they know they can't get fans in. I
1: mean, uh, this is my my thing. Is when is the fight gonna be? Right, it's gonna be towards the end of the year if everything goes. Oh, it's in July. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we're completely out of the COVID rules by June twenty first. So technically, why not? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You could technically still do it in the UK. I just I'm not understanding why they go. It's very annoying to me. I'm very annoyed that it's not being done in the UK. But hey, whatever. Who do you have winning the fight?
0: Oh man, don't put me on the spot. You know what? I'm a big AJ fan. I'm not going to lie. Just because, like, obviously, he's grown up, like, in a similar kind of, you know, way areas, to our us, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. areas in London, etc. But technically, Fury is different, bro. Fury's on another level. So he's not on another level, but he edges him. So I think if, it goes, yeah. if it goes on points, Fury's going to win. I think if it comes down to, like, a swingers, do you know what I mean? Like, just hmm. swinging, bruv, I think it could go either way.
1: For me, I think you've got to look at the the gap between boxing ability and then the gap between how strong AJ's punch is to how strong Tyson mm. Fury's chin is. Mm. So I think the gap between them in terms of boxing ability isn't as big as people make it out to be. I agree, I
0: agree, yeah. I
1: don't think it's as big, but I do think Fury just kind of is a better the boxer than yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of punch, can AJ... Knock out Tyson Fury.
0: I think he now he's
1: fought Deontay Wilder, but you got to remember, Deontay Wilder, in my opinion, is one of the worst boxing champions in history. He might be the worst, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, he's absolutely dread. The guy's got no technique, all he knew to do was throw mad punches. Now, yes, he's a very strong puncher, but imagine somebody who also has a lot of strength. Like AJ is very strong. He's he was strong. a knockout artist for most of his bouts until Ruiz, right? Yeah, until Ruiz. And Parker, yeah. until pa- yeah. I think Parker, or was it Parker or Takan? No, no he, he
0: knocked out Parker. No, actually, it was Parker. Parker won uh, Parker
1: didn't, yeah, didn't get knocked yeah. out, right? So he was the first one to not get knocked out. So AJ can knock people out as well, but he's also got technique behind him. He will land more punches on Fury than than Deontay Wilder could.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I know AJ's chin is
0: weak. I don't think he's that weak. It's not that I, weak. I think he's a bit weak. Weird. It's a bit weak. You know that that fight, yeah. You see that fight? I With think uh, he Rui's. got caught. I think Ruiz caught him.
1: He got nice. clipped in the back of the ear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He caught him nice. So like, I think if Fury got caught like that, he'd be he'd be on wobbling on his legs as well. I think it's just hmm. one of those things, and you know, in in a heavyweight game, anyone can knock anyone out.
1: This is the thing. So this is what this I'm saying. Anyone comes. can knock anyone out, but I believe that AJ has an extra oomph in his punches, the extra. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I know everyone's saying, oh, Fury wins it, Fury wins it. I'm going to say AJ wins it.
0: All right. All right. If I, I, say, have to say, I say, if I have it to goes say. to
1: points, if it goes to points, sure, Fury would win it. But I think AJ is going to win it and I think he's going to win it by a knockout or like, you know, going, ref is going to have to stop the fight.
0: I can see AJ knocking Fury out. I can really like, see it. Oh my cause...
1: God. The way I'm going to be screaming because I'll be honest with you, I'm not, I like Tyson Fury, but AJ is my guy in it. So yeah. I, I want AJ to win. And uh, I think AJ is going to win.
0: But you know who who really wins? The fans. The fans are the ones <laughs> yeah. that win, fam. Sure, sure. We like, win. This is such a dream fight. Like, either way, whoever wins. Well, at the end of the day, hit.
1: it's a unification fight, right? And we. Sure. I've been watching AJ. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the most avid boxing fan, but I do watch boxing. I have watched it for many years. And I've watched pretty much all of AJ's fights. I've been watching him on the on his come-up. And obviously, you know, we've watched him progress and become this humongous world superstar. So obviously you want to see the conclusion of that story, if it's going to end with a happy ending for him or a, or a bad one. But
0: exactly, yeah, Yeah, I'm
1: very interested in this fight. I'm very interested. And well, this isn't a boxing hour, so we'll we'll cut it here and we'll talk about two new segments that we're going to introduce. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I think
1: AJ is going to win. So what's your final verdict? Just tell me who's going to win.
0: Finally, I'm going to go with my boy AJ, yeah?
1: That's yeah, the I won it you over, didn't be. I? I won you over. I'm
0: sorry, it has to be. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I want AJ to out. win, and he's I gonna think AJ is, is going to win. Yeah, by yeah, a yeah.
1: knockout. That's the VRP verdict right here. You can quote us on it. AJ by knockout is going to win. By
0: knockout. Exactly, bro. All right. But, um, so, we... go on.
1: Two new segments. So, the first new segment, we did ask about this on our story, and you guys said you'd be interested in us doing it, so we're going to do it, which is every week we're going to suggest a movie. You watch it. And then the next episode, we're going to discuss the movie and we're going to give it a rank and we'll put it onto our website, uh, which is, again, in our bio. And I'll put the rank that we've put next to the movie and you guys can have a look at it, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so the first movie for the VRP is going to be a movie called Compliance. You can find it on Amazon Prime. We're not going to give you any spoilers. But it's based on a true story. And in fact, it's, you know, very, very accurate to the true story. And the more you watch it, the more you'll lose your mind. But the movie is called Compliance. It's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. These aren't necessarily movies that we think are like amazing films, but they're just, you know, kind of different films that we think are interesting to watch. So this week's movie is Compliance. Next week, we'll discuss what we think about it. And next week, Steve, is going to be your turn. So you're gonna to have to oh, pick right. a movie. Okay. This week is, is compliance. Next week, Steve's gonna tell a movie, but it's on Amazon Prime. You know, if you don't have Amazon Prime, do not, don't you dare go and stream it from an illegal website. Don't oh. you dare. You go give your money to Jeff Bezos right now and you go and buy that movie. Do you hear me? Yeah, go give Jeff Bezos that billionaire more money because he needs your two pound ninety nine, right? So you go over and you give him that money. Don't you dare go to Poor an illegal Jeffy. stream.
0: Don't yeah, do don't my, you my dare. boy Jeff Dirty.
1: Yeah. yeah, come on. Jeff Bezos needs every penny. Do You think that exactly. toe wax he puts on his bald head is cheap? No, come on. All right. So that, that's the first segment. All right. Now, second segment. What's it called, Steve?
0: Quick fire round.
1: Quick fire round. No, I don't like that. Let's call it this week. Mm, mm, this I'm feeling week. that. This week. This week. And then it'll be a quick fire round. Go on. Right. So what we're going to do here is at the end of every episode, we're just going to go through some of the the stories of the past week that we haven't really encompassed in the main pod, or we don't plan to encompass in the bonus episode. So uh, let me just go through them and yeah, we'll we'll get that out of the way and it'll be a nice little segment for everyone. Okay. So first things first, Skepta, the rapper from the UK and self-proclaimed Winchmore warrior has Hmm. announced that he's retiring. So on a, Post to his story, Skept has posted, and he said, "This J Five song slash video featuring Rayma and myself was recorded and shot last year in Ghana. I have one more song with Bando and Els that we also recorded in 2020. After we dropped that, I'm out, and it's got the peace sign. So, I don't know who any of these people are uh because I'm getting no, no, no. old now. But you know, it is what it is. But I do know who Skept is, obviously, and." Yeah, he says he's gonna retire. Steve, what do you think?
0: I don't think so, man. I think musicians are for life, man. Yeah, like, come on, T Pain still—he's still giving out bangers. Do you know what I mean? No, no, they're not bangers, but he's still making music. Akon still make it. And They still make music. They, I think the idea behind that though is that you won't see me in the mainstream. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Okay, I mean? quick fire round. Quick fire round, Steve. All right, fire. go on. Okay, move on.
1: So uh, then, next up, uh, Champions League. Uh, interesting developments here. So they've done the quarterfinals draw. Uh, Man City will pay, will face uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, who and the winner of this will face whoever wins between FC Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain in the quarterfinals uh, and they will go on to the semifinals uh, and, and play that match. And on the other side, you've got uh, Porto playing Chelsea and the winner of this match will play the winner of Real Madrid and Liverpool in the semifinals. Uh, so, yeah, Steve, who do you think is going to end up winning the Champions League this year? Bayern. You think Bayern? I'm going to go for Man City. I genuinely mm. think this is the year for Pep. He's going to do it with City. Let's go. Uh, so, moving on. More football-related news here. Glenn Kamara alleged that he was racially abused during the Rangers' Europa League defeat to Slavia Prague. You might have seen the videos going around, but according to Rangers manager Steven Gerrard, player Glenn Kamara alleges he was racially abused by Slavia Prague player Andrej Kudela, near the end of Thursday night's 2-0 Europa League defeat. Slavia has denied all allegations of racism and also said that Kudela was assaulted by Kamara after the match. UEFA say they are waiting to receive detailed reports of the match before commenting further. So, Steve, what do you hope will happen as a result of that?
0: I hope all football players stop doing the knee and ask them to actually take proper action and stop posing UEFA. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm really not buying UEFA's stance, if I'm being entirely honest with you. I mean, it just seems very fake- and very gimmicky, you know, right now, how they deal with this Glenn Kamara situation is really going to highlight yeah, exactly. exactly what they're about. But moving on. Uh, so another topic here, uh, Netflix is cutting down on password sharing. So basically, they're trying this thing where if you go on a Netflix account on a different location to the one that is usually listened to or watched on, uh, then you'll get a pop up which will ask you to verify your identity and if you can't, then obviously, you know, they'll block they'll block that particular device. So, what do you think is going to happen with this, Steve? Do you think Netflix is going to lose a bunch of customers? Because personally, they've been falling off in my eyes. And boy, the yeah, streaming going sites, the, the win. yeah, streaming sites for the win, huge dub coming their way. Uh, moving on, Khabib Nurgamendov, I hope I've said that correctly, has officially retired. So, he announced that he'd retired, but It seems that Dana White has also given up hope on Khabib coming back because he posted on Instagram a picture of him and Khabib and said, yes, he's officially retired. It's done now. It's done and dusted. Uh, What's your thoughts on that, Steve?
0: Absolute goat. Nothing to prove.
1: Nothing to prove at all. I agree. I think, you know, he's just the best ever. who's done it in the UFC. Could be called a casual for saying that, but I genuinely think he he is. Um, Talking about the UFC, though, Julius Storyalenko has fainted during uh, weigh-ins for mm-hmm. UFC Vegas 22. So it just goes to show that weight cutting is, uh, can be dangerous and is dangerous. Yep. Uh, so, you know, got to keep an eye out on what happens going forward. Uh, and the final story that we want to bring you is about a Canadian professor who threatened to fail a student caught up in the Myanmar coup. So basically this guy, uh, this, this girl or guy, uh, emailed their professor and said, look, uh, there's a coup going on right now in Myanmar. I've obviously gone back to my country because of COVID and I'm doing everything online. They're saying that they're going to shut down the internet and service providers and so on. Can you please excuse me for this exam that's coming up? And the professor's basically just gone, no. And uh, eventually got the, the interest of the administrators and the board at York university. And they apologized and said that they won't be doing anything to the student, but you know, it just goes to show how some professors shouldn't be professors and teaching at all
0: is power tripping they're tripping on power absolutely
1: absolutely and that's been this week
0: that was bloody brilliant
1: that's that so those are two segments uh i'm not a news reader, so i do apologize if i fucked up a half of that but you know it is what it is it's <laughs> the first time we've done it and yeah from now on we'll do these short segments at the end where we'll just talk about some news that we haven't necessarily discussed in the main pod
0: and before we sign out i guess we're going to move on to our bonus episode on patreon so you know if you would like to support us and more importantly if you like to donate to solace women charity again we said you can either join the patreon and it'll help with us as well or we've got the link in our bio where you can donate directly to solace uh, to help uh, women abused and in desperate situations so we'll see you on the other side uh,
1: Steve, why didn't you say? Who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? You. That was bloody
0: brilliant.